Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, she's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the radio. Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. We're going to go straight to the Lord in prayer. We have Daniel Turner on with us today. But I got a few things to say before we get down that road, that part of the path, and uh, let's see if we can't get her done. Remember today to pray for President Trump and pray, pray for the crowd that's there. I am very concerned about what might happen. Most gracious Heavenly Father, for such a time as this, we come before you. We humble ourselves before you, Father, for there's so many things that are completely out of our control. I pray for President Donald John Trump today and his family. And I pray for this day in Miami that there will be peace. There is a large crowd gathering, Father, and I am worried about instigators. Father, I pray that we will be a repentant nation of believers, for we have failed you in such a great way. I pray for wisdom and courage for all Americans. Help us to rise up and avoid an out-and-out civil war and help us to fend off attacks from other nations that I fear are coming. But most importantly, Protect us from the evil one, for he is the one leading. We know, Father, that he is already defeated. His sentence has already been given. But I pray that he will not win any more battles before his final demise. Not here, Father, I pray. Protect your children and be our guide. May we see judgment and truth again in America. May those who are leading this nation away from you meet their own calamity. It is for such a time as this that I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, what can I say? The news is non-ending, and it's about as ugly as it can get these days. Today, Trump will be indicted. I guess he's already been indicted. But he's got to go face the music or such to... They say there is to be a very large crowd in Miami. And who's to say there won't be more instigators from the FBI and the CIA and the other places, the uh, Antifers and the BLM, who won't be there? Well, all Republicans in Congress, but they should be. I just, before we went into the opening of the show... I saw a news flash that Nikki Haley and Tim Scott are now siding with the indictment against Trump. What has DeSantis done to assure the safety of his presidential opponent and citizen of his state? If something happens to President Trump or if the crowd is seized for protesting yet another insurrection, who will be to blame? And I'm not saying it'll be DeSantis. I'm not saying that. America is in deep trouble. 
And the more I learn, the more I understand how very long ago or how how natural it is for mankind to be corrupt. But this insurrection that was perpetrated against the American Republic, the Constitutional Republic by the powers who believe they reign in authority over the people, actually took place a long, long time ago. Now, I don't believe necessarily that this was an insurrection or that the final tight takeover, but I think it happened over a hundred years ago. But I read this in American Greatness article today, and it was something new to me. I'm not a very great historian. I wished I knew more. But it's titled, Is the Trump Indictment Part of Biden's 2024 Strategy? And it was written by Adam Mill. And the only reason I'm sharing this little section with you is because I found it extremely interesting. One is reminded of the historical example of Matthew Lyon. Now, Matthew Lyon was a Revolutionary War veteran who actually served as a colonel with the Green Mountain Boys and was one of the signatories of the Declaration of Independence. Lyon won a seat in the U.S. House of Representatives in 1796. Now, I don't know the politics of this. But in 1798, the Adams administration charged him with a crime of acting in opposition to the president. (laughs) That was John Adams. Lyon was convicted and sentenced to prison with a huge fine of $1,000. And at that time, a worker only made maybe a dollar a day. Lyon won by a landslide from prison and returned to Congress when he completed his sentence. (laughs) While the third world America is being unfolded before our very eyes, you must realize, you must understand, this is all a part of a new world order. The struggle of power in this is the new world. But our leaders are not winning the war, even though they've been creating much corrupt behavior to take power. And the climate change, green and weenies, are dangerous tools of the of the new world order. They want to take the land. They want to take possession of all the water rights. And the Marcus mania that is sweeping across America is there simply to divide the people, removing our history, removing our God. These are the headlines, and then we're going to get straight to uh, to uh, Daniel. Nearly a 100-year-old statue of a Revolutionary War hero has to been taken down in New York over slavery. It was General Philip Schuyler. On a better note, the Major League Baseball strikes all the pride jerseys. They're not going to wear them. Yay. And 80% of the GOP voters say Trump should be president, even if convicted. Of course, the moderate Republicans will tell you that Trump doesn't represent the Republican Party, but hmm, doesn't the repon- isn't the party supposed to represent the people? And the demented Democrats, Joe Biden has hijacked the AIDS program to promote killing babies in abortion in Africa. And we praise the Navajo Nation. They have risen up and taken note, taken a, put their foot down against the Biden administration. I'm going to let, uh, Daniel, uh, Im- Go a little bit farther with that. And Greta Thunberg is a sick, sick girl. And she is saying that we've only got 10 days left. (laughs) So I don't know if the 2024 election is even going to matter. Anyway, one thing after the other. Predictions of the climate greenie weenies never happens. And you know what? We're just going to bring Daniel on. We only got a couple of minutes for that first break. Daniel, how are you doing today? Isn't it crazy what's happening? And I don't know how you could laugh at the fact that we only have nine days left before the world ends. <laughs> oh, yeah, ten was days. yesterday, wasn't it? <laughs> it was very serious. You should all be afraid right now, nine days to go. 
What is, what is the old saying? Be afraid. Be very, very afraid. Exactly. And all the things you mentioned in your monologue is exactly what they want. They want you to be afraid. They want you to lean to the government for for security, for protection. And that means surrendering your rights, surrendering yes. your freedoms. Um, your guns. So it's, it, it's all very much aligned. And you just have to remember that. And then that gets you an awful lot of calm. Same enemy, just different faces. Well, you got that right. And uh, don't you... If we've heard it once, we've heard it a trillion times. No one is above the law. <laughs> no one is Except above those the law. who are. Except those who are. You got that right. Except those who are. Well, you know, I still believe in America, and I believe the American people are seeing this. Now, there are still those who, like Greta, she's not an American, but they're, they're dumb like her. They're blinded like her. They've been... They've been brainwashed like Greta has been. I feel sorry for the girl. I really do. But that doesn't mean I'm going to give her any sympathy. Because <laughs> no. I think it's time somebody just stood up and told these people, no, go back to your room and think about what you've done. <laughs> they need a mom. They need a mom. Go to your room and until you change your attitude, you cannot come out and you will not have supper. I hear the music. We're going to continue this conversation. We'll get a little more serious perhaps because it is serious business, because it is a new world order, and they're trying to ruin. They have to take America down to have their new world order. We are standing in their way, and Donald Trump is standing between them and you and me. And so we have to take care. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Power of the Futures, Daniel Turner. And we will be right back. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. Elmer Heinrich here to talk about minerals. Now, most people are aware our topsoil is depleted and our foods, especially fruits and vegetables, lack many minerals compared to years ago. Maybe that's the reason the world is sick. Now, according to Dr. Linus Pauling, our bodies need 60 minerals every day, but on average, we get less than 12 minerals from our foods. Immuno 150, an incredible nutritional supplement, can fill that gap because it contains 70 colloidal plant minerals and 80 additional nutrients. 150 in all. A month's supply of Amino 150 is available for $54.95 by calling 888-316-2224 or on the website Amino150.com. That's I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com. The 70 minerals are the key to good health and longevity, so call 888-316-2224. 888-316-2224. You'll be glad you did. 
is the time for all good men and women to come to the aid of their country. Pledge to buy American. In these inflationary times, our Made in the USA companies need your support. American consumers do make the difference. When you buy American, the money you spend stays in America. Liberty Tabletop is a great company and the only flatware made in the USA. Why would you buy your tableware from China? Just say no and say yes to Made in the USA. Visit their website where they are actually partnered with other Made in the USA companies. LibertyTabletop.com. Better, safer, beautiful variety and great art. More than just forks and spoons, they provide liberty. LibertyTabletop.com or call 844-386-2338. Now is the time for all good men and women to come to the aid of their country. LibertyTabletop.com. 844-386-2338. 844-386-2338. Buy American and bring America home. We have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I'm the owner and the host of this uh, big old show here, and we have Daniel Turner with us. Power of the Future, he is a sponsor of the show. Without Daniel, we would not be here, and I believe we are one of the few voices of reason, even though maybe sometimes I'm a little unreasonable, but um, <laughs> only if you ask my husband. But anyway, are you there, Daniel? I am. Yes. All right. Thrilled to be on your show, as always. Well, we're excited about it. So tell us what's going on with the with the power of the future with our energy sector. We know it's not good news, but, you know, the Navajo, you know, I, mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be part Ch- Cherokee, but I have always admired the Navajo Nation because of what they did during World War II. And mm-hmm. uh, I think they are great patriots. And it doesn't look to me like uh, the Biden administration really cares all that much about indigenous people. What do you think? So this is a, a, an important indication of, of how we treat um, issues of race in this country, or I should say how Democrats treat issues of race in the country. Uh, they love to introduce race and racism and racial justice when it fits their agenda. And, and when it doesn't, they trample on the rights of people as they would any other organ, uh, race or ethnicity. And so in this case, the Navajo Nation has a huge oil and gas deposit. And there is a site that is sensitive to this called Chaco Canyon. And the Navajo community said, look, well, we'll just kind of protect that area. But then let's have oil and gas leases everywhere else because we want the jobs. We want the revenue. We want the prosperity. And here's the Biden administration saying, nope, we know better than you. And the whole area is now closed off. Um, and the Navajo protested. And they said, no, that's not what we want. We'll take care of the sensitive area, but the Biden administration said, no, no, we know it's better for you. We, you're, you're just, you know, ignorant Indians, and we know what is better for you, so we're not going to allow you to have any oil and gas leases. And it's, it's just so absurd that the, the, the goal of racism in the Democrat Party is to keep minorities dependent on government in perpetuity. It's to keep them impoverished, it's to keep them uh, poorly educated, and to keep them demanding that they elect more Democrats to provide food stamps and to provide Medicaid and all of the welfare programs that, that keep Democrats in power. And, and here's an opportunity for this tribe to, to develop huge leases and, and have their own prosperity and their own jobs and their autonomy and dignity, 
and they're being denied it by the very people who claim to care about them. So I was proud that when Secretary of Interior Deb Holland was in her home state of New Mexico recently, uh, just last weekend, she was not met by tears. She was met by protests and jeers and people saying, you know, how dare you treat us this way? How dare you deny us the right to, to, to develop prosperity for ourselves? And it's just, it's just deplorable. It really, and they do this to every community, every community they claim about, African Americans and in the oh, city, yeah. uh, uh, immigrants crossing the border illegally. They just want to keep them impoverished and ignorant and dependent on government forever. Well, that's the elite. Well, they think they're elite. And um, they're just, they're the most racist and most destructive people ever because they don't care yeah. about anyone. They, only themselves. They are very self-centered. And uh, now is, uh, isn't Deb indigenous, but is she not Navajo? Is she something else? Not that it matters. I mean, she's still turning on her people. She is, yeah. And I believe she is. I think she's from a different Navajo community. I think technically uh, Arizona, even though she is from New Mexico, but I could be wrong. Um, okay. But, you know, she plays the Navajo card, and she oh, yeah. was really given the job because of her Native American, half-Native American roots. And like all identity politicians, she was an identity hire. She doesn't understand land issues. She doesn't understand resource development issues. Um, just the way Pete Buttigieg doesn't understand transportation or Jennifer Granholm <laughs> doesn't understand energy or Joe Biden doesn't understand anything. They're all just identity hires. And, and it's, it's, it's just so frustrating that I spend so much time in uh, Native American communities, the Native Alaskan mm. communities, where they're yes. desperate for, for opportunity and for jobs and for prosperity. And they're being told by the government, this is your land. You should stay here. Right? You should stay on your reservation. You should stay on your sacred land. But the only thing they're allowed to do is build a casino. Yeah, they're yeah. not allowed to develop resources. They're not allowed to do anything that that would bring dignity. They can only develop casinos and 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 have trades like that. And it's just shameful that we still, how many hundreds of years later, are we still treating minorities like lesser Americans because the sole reason it makes Democrats powerful, and that's all Democrats care about. Heck, Sheldon Whitehouse, to use an example. The senator from Rhode Island is known to be a member of an all-white country club in Rhode Island. And oh, yeah. he drugged it off. They're the most racist community. In, 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 they're the most racist party, historically so. They are the party of Jim Crow. They are the party of the Confederacy. Yeah, they are the party of segregation. Uh, and the racism still runs deep, deep in their blood. Yes, it does. And I saw an article pop up here earlier, and I don't know if I can find it real fast. Um, but, yeah, I probably can't find it real fast. But anyway, it was just another example of how the very ones they say they're there to protect, they actually attack. And they actually make their lives worse. I wrote an article for Substack yesterday because I'm aggravated at moderates. I don't like the word moderate. To me, a moderate is a fence rider, and a fence rider's got a leg on the left and a leg on the right, and he'll decide or she'll decide which uh, land they're going to put the foot down on, depending on the election year and depending on how it's going to benefit them. It's never because it's the right thing to do, whether it's the right or the left, it's the right thing to do. 
And now we see them. I just saw where um, uh, Nikki Haley and Tim Scott, which I'm really shocked of Tim Scott. I felt I had better. I didn't think him. I don't think much of Nikki Haley anyway. But I, I thought Tim Scott was an honest guy. But he's siding now with this indictment. They're going to try and distance themselves from Trump. But yet Vivek is coming out and saying, my campaign just filed a Freedom of Information Act demand to uncover exactly what the White House communicated to Merrick Garland and Jack Smith about the unprecedented indictment to uh, President Trump. So um, I'm just pretty much done with anybody that says they're moderate. Um, I don't think that's a good thing in America anymore. We're so far gone that, that... you know, to stay moderate, if you stand in the middle of the road, you're eventually going to get run over. So I don't yeah, think much of what's happening now with all the presidential candidates, and I've worked on several presidential campaigns, and I kind of know how the way the game is played. Okay. Is that all of the consultants and the pollsters are all looking at data, and they're determining how do you beat Trump. And, and someone says, well, there's this narrow window here that says that suburban housewives between – 30 and 45 dislike Trump, and these are issues they care about. And if we can swing that group, well, then that's maybe a way we can, et cetera. And so all they are trying to do is, is just appease the groups who they think will vote for them. So none of their positions are about principle. None of their positions are about deeply held beliefs. They're it's about, about winning the tea leaves and being convinced by their consultants this is how you're going to win. And I just, I, I have to believe deep in my heart that, like President Trump did in 2016, you will win if you just say what you're going to do over and over again, whether it's popular, unpopular. I got to convince myself, and I know you would feel the same way, Beth Ann, if we were ever running for office, we would much rather lose being truthful to ourselves than win being a nobody, when, when being a, 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 an empty suit who will do or say whatever you want if you just vote for me. Um, um, I would, I, I'm disappointed, but I'm not surprised that Tim yes, Scott or any of these other candidates, they'll do whatever is necessary just to win, because that's all they care about is winning. They don't care about any of these beliefs. Well, I agree. And Trump is, uh, I, I really, uh, the more they do to him, the more I'm for him. And, uh, I, maybe that's not the right way to be. I don't know. But this man is standing between us and them. And we see them attacking. And I think the young mothers out there, if you're listening to me, young moms, you need to understand. Do you want somebody that sits on a fence with legs hanging on each side, standing between you and this government, between you, your children, and this government? Or do you want somebody like Trump that's got both feet on the ground defending you? Yeah, he may be nasty. He may call names. I don't appreciate that out of him. But I'd rather have him leading the army in front of me than the fence riders behind me. They usually say, I'll be right behind you. I'll back you up. (laughs) We're headed into a break. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. America's in trouble, but people like Daniel Turner and Power of the Future... They're fighting as mighty as they can. Visit their website, powerthefuture.com. That's powerthefuture.com. Or go to my website, csctalkradio.com, and click on the little icon that has the lightning bolt on it. We'll be right back.
And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner, Power of the Future. Daniel, I've kind of been dominating. I've been pretty bad about that lately. <laughs> oh, it is your show. Well, no, it's yours when you're here. You're, it's absolutely yours. You're my guest, and, and you're not really a guest anymore. You're more of a co-host, and I'd have you on about every other day if I possibly could, but... What what well, do you see you. happening? Maybe not. Maybe you don't want to talk about this indictment. Maybe we want, to, we want to talk a little bit more about the energy sector and the stupidity that's going on there. You know, I'm still upset at Christy Nome and what's happening in South uh, Dakota. I'm just so disappointed in her. Not surprised though. You know, as I nope. wrote about the moderates, I'm really not surprised. And somebody who has also worked on many campaigns, he just told me that the only ones not taking money from the former Clinton Foundation donors that are running for president is Trump, Vivek, Perry Johnson, and Robert Kennedy Jr. They're the only ones not taking money from those donors of the Clinton Foundation. Now, one of those is a Democrat. The others are supposedly, you know, are are Republicans. So, you know, it's, um, I think it's a telltale sign of, of how America's uh, elections have been manipulated for many, many years. But anyway, <laughs> I'm going yeah, to take and over. There is a way to, to talk to people like Bernie Sanders, who always talks about his concern of money in politics. And I don't know what the answer is. I don't like Bernie's solutions, of course. I do believe you have a right to spend your money as you want. It's a free country. Yes. But we can all admit that sometimes the amount of money in politics is a little disconcerting. When you look at the fact that George Soros has purchased most of the DAs in America's major cities, and you look at the cities and say, well, that's not necessarily fair. Um, I have always believed that you should be precluded from giving in states or in regions where you do not personally reside. If George Soros wants to buy the DA where he lives, Go right ahead, but he doesn't live in New York, and he doesn't live in uh, Houston and Chicago and L.A. simultaneously. So pick one city and stick to it. Some people think that's unfair, et cetera. But what I was getting at with, with this point of money in politics is it's not surprising the Clinton Foundation folks are trying to buy the next election because then they'll be holding to them. It's not surprising, right. for example, and I've said this before, and it's very unpopular when I speak to these oil and gas conferences. It is Texas Republicans who have put up hundreds of thousands of acres of wind turbine, closing reliable coal, closing reliable natural gas. Why? Because there's a lot of money. There's a lot of money from the federal government. There's a lot of money from those landowners who get these absurd leases from the government for hundreds of thousands of acres of wind turbines, and they make a fortune. And now you don't have to mow the lawn and you don't have to raise cattle and fix electric fences. The government does it all for you and you make a ton of money. And then what do you do with that money? You give it to the next guy, the governor of Texas. There's something really wrong about that. And I'm not accusing Christine Nome of, of, I don't know what the money is involved, but I got to think someone's writing a check somewhere for those lines to get put through private property. And the yes. fact that the governor is not standing with the landowners makes me think she's standing with the people who have the checkbook. And, yes. and if she's not, then she just has to come out and say so. There is a real problem with the amount of things for sale 
And it also makes us remember why they hated President Trump for four straight years, because he said so. He said, I know how the system's rigged. I used to rig it. But no one can buy me now. No one's giving me money. I don't need their money. No one can buy this White House. And they hated that from the very, very first day he announced it. And they still hate it today as they're marching him into yet another courthouse trying to find guilty of some charges. They want their politicians for sale because they want their transition lines, the transmission lines, excuse me. They want their wind turbines. They want their sale of uranium one. They want their Chinese goods. They're lousy products. There's something about our politicians for sale. And I wish this is a longing more than a reality. I wish there was a way to work with the people like Bernie Sanders on this issue. I wish there was a way to reach across the aisle and say, wow, maybe we can all come together and say, how do we fix this? But, but there's not goodwill on their side. And I'm not going to pretend there is. Yeah, I don't I think I could work say, with Democrats on anything. Not Bernie, today's Democrats. I'm not sure we can um, work with these moderates. You know, these moderate Republicans or moderate Democrats. You can't even work with Republicans. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just, I, I just don't know. I mean, a Bernie Sanders, you know, I have this article here that, and, and it's totally off, uh, off the <clears throat> topic of, of energy. But apparently there's a, a PEPFAR, which is the presidential emergency plan for AIDS relief. And it's been Africa. in place since George W. Bush. Well, yes, man, huge project. Biden, oh yeah, billions of dollars. So Biden's hijacked it and using it for abortions in Africa to support Planned Parenthood in Africa and some other things in Africa. And who was it that said this just a year and a half or two years ago? It was Bernie Sanders that stood up and said, we need to be sending more money to Africa for abortions. Mm -hmm. Well, some of the Africans are not happy about it because... There are Christians in Africa, and they're not happy about it. There are people who believe in life in Africa, and they're not happy about this. I guess they were okay with getting the money to fight AIDS, but they're not too happy with this coming in there. I mean, we're, we're talking millions of dollars. Yeah, it's, and simultaneously you have John Kerry, who's trying to work with the African nations to prevent them from building fossil fuel plants. Yeah. And he says, instead, you'll build wind and solar. The problem he knows is that wind and solar don't work. They're inferior technology, and, and they need a fossil fuel redundancy. So when they inevitably don't work because of this thing called night, if it's the solar farms, or because of this thing called no wind, if it's a wind farm, there's no fossil fuel backup, then there's no electricity. John Kerry doesn't want the people in Africa to have electricity. He's he keeps talking about cutting life. farm uh, uh, work, cutting agriculture. He doesn't want the people of Africa to have food. In fact, he doesn't want the continent of Africa. It, it goes back to our initial conversation. The racism they have in, in the Democrat Party is mind-boggling. They don't want the minority community or people of color to have the same that white people do. They want them to be in that state of poverty <laughs> and misery. Um, yeah, talk about white the supremacists. Yes, they are. And, and I was going to ask you what you thought about these uh because this is kind of in your topic, and you've probably studied it a little bit more than I have. But all those that are mad at McCarthy, and I think they have every reason to be mad at McCarthy, but they're they're voting against. They stopped his the bill from passing to stop the gas stoves from being taken out mm. of the homes and blah 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 and furnaces now, and it just keeps escalating as to what they won't let you have. Um, I thought it was kind of like 
biting off your nose to spite your face. What, what's your opinion on what they've done? I understand them being upset with McCarthy and wanting to say, you know, you need us. But yeah. what do you think? I'm of the same mindset you are. Um, a lot of people have told me, look, it wasn't going to pass the Senate anyway, so it doesn't really matter. They're trying to make a point. I don't like weaponizing government to make your political point. I uh, and and I, I don't like the fact that we have these gas stove bans happening nationally. And I don't like conservatives using legislation, good legislation, killing it just to make a point to the Speaker of the House. It is not Kevin McCarthy's fault that, that the, 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 the Freedom Caucus, that the conservatives did not get more things they wanted in that legislation. I don't love everything about the debt ceiling bill, no doubt. I don't love everything about D.C. by any means. Um, but if you lose your legislative battle, you can try to declare victory on the next one. And I'm a little disappointed in the conservatives playing these games. I, I kind of felt the same way because uh, I wasn't happy with McCarthy. I figured he'd cave all along, but he didn't have a lot to work with. He really didn't. And uh, I think that, you know, they're they're not there to pat him on the back or slap him in the face. They're there to represent their people. And they didn't do that. They did not do that with their vote. That's how I saw it. Anyway, we're headed into a break. When we come back, we'll be in the final segment of today's show. Well, let's, uh, let's rally together, America, to bring this country back home to God and to freedom and liberty. We'll be right back. Have you heard about Vine to Bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouthwatering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes MyPillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjusted fill of the original MyPillow, and now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread, the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. MyPillow 2.0 with its temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Best yet, it's BOGO. Buy one, get one free. MyPillow.com. Go to MyPillow.com and click on Radio Podcast Square. Use the promo code Bethann or just give them a call at 1-800-978-6168. That's 1-800-978-6168. Promo code Bethann. 
You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-432-8150. 800-432-8150. That's 800-432-8150. And you're, we're back. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're in the final segment of today's show. We have Daniel Turner of Power of the Future with us. He's the sponsor of the show. Without him, we wouldn't be here, and that is just the gospel truth. But um, I'm going to kind of let you uh, take the – I know I said that the last time, and then I kept talking. But I'm going to kind of let you take this uh, segment – and, uh, it is your you know, show. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you you have a lot to get off your chest, too, I'm certain. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. Well, that's why I use social media sometimes. People must think I'm insane, but it's a good way to vent, uh, and you just have to remember to, to have some fun with it. I, I tweeted something this morning that made me laugh, and it goes along the line of what you talk about with moderates and how you can't really trust Moderates, and and you look at something like what happened in South Dakota with these transmission lines, and how the governor surrendered, and and then you, you scratch your head and wonder who's going to fight for real principles, real values, real attacks on American citizens. And then I witnessed today what made me laugh and what made me take the social media. We can't even fight this. So what happened this morning? Bright and early, I had a drive to the municipal dump because I'm so rural. We don't have um, uh, garbage pickup, and by law, I'm required to put everything in a different bin because uh-huh. I, I joked how it's like people going to the altar, what they're offering. You should see these <laughs> some of these hippies go, and they are so reverent and devoted when they put the glass with the glass and the paper with the paper, and everything is washed and gift-wrapped. It really is an offering to Mother Nature. I only do it because it's the law, and if I get caught, I don't feel like paying the fine. 
But I got there at the wrong time, Beth Ann, and the wonderful CSC audience, and I watched the big uh, state Virginia State garbage truck arrive and empty every one of those bins in the back together. <laughs> and I thought, how stupid is this that we are still playing this game? Paper with oh paper, gosh. plastic with plastic, uh, metal with metal. And then this truck arrived and just combined them all in the back and drove off. Now, why does he get to do that? But if I threw in a bag of junk, I would have a $50 fine, and I'd have all those hippies yelling at me for insulting <laughs> the goddess of the earth and, and mixing up my offerings like 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 that one woman did in front of, of uh, King Solomon. Remember, Solomon made a little burnt offering, and God was very angry at King for doing that. It, it is the same sort of nonsense. So how can I ask for, to respect private property and respect life if we just if, if our republicans are still playing these silly recycling games uh it's hard to stand up for principle and and sometimes we let the stupidity win in all of our, our government decisions and for me recycling is the best example of just pure stupidity and you know they do that on construction sites those guys on the construction site my husband was a superintendent on many big big projects around mid-missouri here and he uh you know, it, they had to jump through hoops to make sure that the plasterboard went this way and the other went that way and, and everything was divided. And so it's kind of comical that you say they throw it all together in the back of the truck. When you were explaining how you were putting them in the bags and everything, my, my mind went back to a really old movie and it was a Danny Kay, which he's one of my favorite comedians and, and, uh, he was getting ready to be knighted so that they could get rid of him. They were trying to get rid of him and, uh, one of the, uh, they were to have a toast with their, before they fought these two knights, and uh, one of them was poisoned, and the witch that had, was taking care of this, she comes up, and she tells him, the vessel with the pestle has the brew that is true. <laughs> and the other one had a similar rhyme that had the poison in it. But then something happened to the other vessel. And it got broken, and so now the vessel with the pestle didn't have the brew that was true. <laughs> and it went on and on. It was crazy. And it's kind of like what they're doing to us. And, and we just keep putting up with it. And I think it's time everybody put their foot down and said, no, we're done. Mothers, yeah. you, you mentioned the, the women voters out there and the mothers with their children that are being taught that if they're white, they're racist. And if they're another color than white, then they're oppressed. And the only way for them to do good is to get rid of all the white people. I mean, this is ridiculous. And uh, now they're pushing the the transgender on them, and uh, that's why I, I called them the uh, the I should say demonic, but uh, the Democrats they they they're demented, so they're either killing the babies or they're butchering them, and it's time America said no, we're not yeah. going to live like this. And and this is what Chairman Mao did with the youth. In, in China uh, and his enormous youth brigades. Uh, he had a whole system of badges. Uh, if, if you did certain duties for your government and for the Cultural Revolution, and, and there was almost like Boy Scouts, and the more badges you had, the better you were, and the more privileges you were given, and the more honor for your family. Hitler had Hitler youth long before any violence, quote-unquote, like, like war violence started, when he was just an elected official, 
be an enormous brigades of youth to indoctrinate them into what was to come and try to make it mainstream. And that's why targeting children is nothing new. It's what I said earlier, when you realize it's all the same battle, these are just different faces, different tactics, whether it's trans, whether it's green, it doesn't matter. It's the same enemy. And, and indoctrinating children is absolutely essential, uh, absolutely essential to, to their agenda and to their success. And any parent who says that, that it's okay for another force to influence your children, as I've said before on your show, reminder to your great audience, please steal this example and use it all the time. If a teacher baptized children without their parents' consent, there would be riots in the streets. The governor himself would get involved. Yes. But if you are giving your, your, a child hormones without parents' consent, we're supposed to be okay with that. And yeah. so anyone who's trying to influence your child, whoa, you've you got to know they have some agenda that is not your agenda. It may even be good. If it's not your agenda, it is wrong. You know, and I was thinking good about parents. this, ha- having gone through uh, uh, breast cancer two years ago, about how they will blame that on hormones, and now they're giving all these hormones to these young girls mm. and young boys. What are we going to see in the future here, Daniel? Are we going to have, are we going to lose a generation of people to cancer because they pushed all this hormone business on them? Uh, mm. They're using them for experiments and and mm-hmm. making eunuchs out of the boys, and uh, I don't know what they're making out of the girls. And it's just, I mean, it's it's sad, and it's not American, and it's not. Yeah. It's not moral and it's not right. There's a tragic... Go ahead. Oh, there's the music. No, I'm going to wrap it up. You have the final word and just tell you we'll keep praying for the country and praying for voices like you, Beth Ann, who are courageous and keep speaking the truth. And it's why we need you and why we love you. Oh, God bless you. Thank you so much. Well, uh, maybe he see you on uh, the second segment on Friday so you can report in to us again. Thank you so much, Daniel. We appreciate all that you do. You've been listening to CSC Talk Radio. We've been talking all over the place. There's just so much going on. But there are a few victories. And this one with the Major League Baseball, they've decided not to wear those uh, rainbow jerseys. Why? Because of the consumer backlash. So ignore Sean Hannity when he tells you not to uh, boycott and you start making your voices heard. And you put it where your, put your money where your voice is and we will bring America home.